1: Danny Goki is joining us on the phone, people. How excited are we? Hello, Danny.
2: Hey, Robo Becky. How are you guys?
1: Yeah. Really good. good. Thank great you. to chat
0: with you. It's a, a pleasure because, I mean, you've uh, you know, had some great music that we've loved for uh, a very long, a, time. A long time. But uh, first time that we get to chat with you. So it's uh, a privilege to, to actually connect.
2: Well, I think it's actually pretty cool that you guys are playing my music all the way in Australia. Man, I'm what an honor. So thank you. Oh,
0: no worries oh, at all. No. Well, it's, uh, I mean, it's stuff that has really connected. Uh, with our listeners over the years, I mean, you know, Tell Your Heart to Beat Again is just a song that, I mean, how could you listen to that song and not, you know, feel just inspired? It's, it's a great song.
2: Oh, man, thank you. It's a song that I feel like it gives permission to people to pick up the pieces that have kind of fallen apart and say, hey, God's not done with me yet. It's time to move forward. It's interesting how many people I meet that put themselves in a jail cell, you know, because of what, I guess, what they've gone through, and they kind of throw away the key remembering that they, in this time that, you know, I would say this, God's not done yet.
0: Mm. Mm. That's so important. But I think for someone like you to say that, I mean, you, I mean, I still shake my head when I think of the story, you know, your wife passed away, four weeks later, you auditioned for American Idol, like that's, you know, you weren't, you didn't even have time for the cell door to shut, like you were just saying, I'm just moving on. What was the, I guess, your reasoning behind that? Because you would have been justified to say, look, I just need to take a bit of a break or whatever. But you just thought, no, I'm just going to step out from here. What was going on at the time?
2: Well, there was was a couple of things going on. I had already made up my mind that I was going to try out for the show with American Idol. And I was going to do this thing because I made a promise to my wife, not knowing that she'd passed away a month before the audition. Mm. And I wish I could have took time off to just kind of rest and recuperate. But you know, like I was talking about earlier, how we throw ourselves in the jail cell. I think I would have put myself deeper in the depression had i not had something to look forward to mm. being that it was that the show had a cutoff age at 28 it was the last time she passed away when i was 28 oh, this is the last oh, time we wow. could follow this dream that's amazing and so i was stuck between a rock and a hard place but i think the coolest thing is that the best thing we can do sometimes is get out of our comfort zone yeah, yeah. it would have been really comfortable to kind of just wallow but I, I found hope in Hollywood, which is the weird part of it <laughs> that's, all. A,
1: that's a random place to find hope, wow. too, hey? <laughs> that
2: is. That's the one place you would think you wouldn't find hope. <laughs> that people get ran over, their dreams get smashed. Yeah. And I'm over here finding hope in Hollywood and, and reaching people through music on a TV show, and, and the rest is history.
1: Wow. It's
0: just amazing. It's an incredible and, story.
1: And then for, for us, we feel, you know, we get American Idol so much later than America gets it. And then from you sort of come out swinging from us where we sort of know you as Danny Goki, and then we're like, oh, he was on. But, you know, mm. you're, you're out in your own right without even the show and you've just come out with for us hit after hit, haven't seen it yet, you know. And one that we, and I think was quite timely for our audience when it came out in Australia with, you know, the the keyboard warriors. You've like, Hey people you have gotta remember to love God and people and, and yes. for me and for where I was and just for where the country was at the time, I was like these are the you know, this is what Jesus said to live by. Mm. Love God and love others as yourselves. And I think sometimes when we're in the busyness of life or even with a faith, we forget that. We become all judge and jury in one day, don't we?
2: Now that that'll preach right there. We become <laughs> judge and jury. And that's that's the entire problem is that you know, the Bible calls Satan the accuser of the brethren. When has anyone ever put an accusation against someone and that's ever changed them? Mm. Never. Mm. You know, even, you know what I find interesting about like, the Bible talks about that our, our righteousness, even the great, amazing things that we think we do are like filthy rags before God. Yeah. It's one of those things that it's like, when we finally do do something good as human beings without Christ, now we're looking down on people mm. and being like, you should do what i be doing. That's, you're a scrub. You don't do what I do. And so I've come to the realization that we will start getting along when we realize I got issues I got to deal with. I don't have time to look at you and judge you because I'm over here just trying to get myself in the right spot. You yeah, know what I mean?
0: That's a good point.
2: Yeah, so yeah. If
0: we, if we spend time focusing on ourselves and, mm. yeah, exactly, dealing with our own heart, I guess, is the issue uh, rather than, you know, pointing the finger at other people, we're, we're going to be a lot further down the track, aren't we?
2: We will be. And we understand that. We are, you know, what does the Bible say? Bless all the poor in spirit that shall inherit the earth. And you think about it, it's meaning someone who's bankrupt. Like, hey, I'm just, if it wasn't for Jesus, I'd be just as bad off as you are right now, the very thing I'm judging you by. Mm. Mm. That's so good.
0: Let me bring you back. At the very beginning, you talked about, um, you know, throwing away the key, like, you know, locking the jail cell, throwing away the key. This is a bit of a deep question. And I'm, you know, just sort of putting on the spot here, but. What do you think is the key to unlock that jail cell? You know, when we've got those, you know, I guess we're in a cage. What's the key to uh, unlocking that door and moving out into freedom?
2: One of the most powerful things that God spoke to me when I was walking through the death of Sophia, because here's the interesting part. So let me unfold the story for you because it's not all roses. Like I, I, you know, like it Mm. sounds or looks, but I remember as I was going through the process, making it through the first round, I'd now made it through the judges round, the four rounds. I'm on my way to Hollywood. I made it through Hollywood, but I started hitting a depression during that time because the questions that were nagging, God, why didn't you answer the prayers? Why didn't you heal Mm -hmm. Sophia? Why, 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 why started becoming a poison to me because I started holding it, I guess, over God and saying, you're the one that failed me. I know it's pretty bold, but my mind, I'm, I'm an emotional person. Mm -hmm. And right away, you're just looking for an answer. And that seemed like the quickest answer. I prayed, we prayed for healing. You didn't heal. This is not my fault. Yeah. And, but, one of the things the Lord showed me was uh, Psalm 4610, which says, be still and know that I'm God. And here was the lesson that I learned that when you looked it up in the, in the Hebrew, it literally means stop fighting with God. Uh, stop striving. Let go. Cause yourself to let go. There was some powerful things wow. when I finally sat at the edge of my bed and I finally pictured myself at her burial site and me forcing myself to let go. And I literally said this out loud as I, I I took myself back to that place. I said, I refuse to allow this to make me a bitter man and poison the rest of my life. Mm. I refuse to let it go. And I'm going to trust God. One of the powerful things in that moment of letting go, making myself let go, you know, was that it, it made uh, the bitterness of that situation because I started looking at an American idol. This is what I told God. I said, I don't want to go on American Idol. I know I'm in, I, I made it to the top 50. I'm about to go on live TV, but I'm going to embarrass you and embarrass me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started realizing bitterness can poison even the good things God is bringing down your life into your life. So it's really important to keep the right posture and the right heart. And part of the key of getting yourself out of the jail cell, letting go, letting God or anyone off the hook and just saying, God, I trust you. You're the one who created my heart. The one who created my heart can heal my heart. That is wow. so good.
1: Oh, amazing
0: well, stuff! For being put on the spot, that's a <laughs> yeah, pretty good that's response, mate.
1: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we've got all these amazing hits that have come out, and you know you've been doing some amazing things. You've got some new stuff coming out. Well, we we've heard yes. that you might have some new stuff coming yes. out, which we're you know slightly excited about.
2: <laughs> I do. Uh, I've been working on a new album, and um, if you like the "Love God Love People" song, you need to hear the song. I know that sounds so rude. You need to, but I <laughs> encourage you to hear the song called "We." We all need Jesus. Okay. All right. like a, ba- a baseline song that last year I wrote in 2020 when I started seeing the riots in the streets, yep. the buildings burning down, people being killed in the streets. We were in a pretty hostile election at the time. And one of the things that God revealed to me was that whole thing like, hey, we're all broken people. Don't we all need Jesus? Mm-hmm. Every moment of our life, 24, 365, our human is equal. Don't we all have our weakness? Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody needs that grace. We all need Jesus. So that was one of the songs that really, and I did it with a duet with a a girl named Corinne Hawthorne. I got this new song called Stand in Faith that's going to radio. And that song is like, you know, I'm just learning that God, the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. And I'm really starting to learn that, you know, Jesus said many times in the scriptures, your faith made you whole. Now, a lot of us, we read that and we're still sitting back waiting for God to do a miracle. We're thinking, well, I'm just waiting on God to answer my prayer. Mm -hmm. No, faith has legs to it. And like the woman with the issue of blood, the thing I found interesting is that she, even though the law said she could not go inside the camp, that she was unclean, she was supposed to shout unclean. She believed that Jesus was so good that she could even break those laws and reach out to Jesus. And she got her miracle. Mm -hmm. And I started understanding, wow, why is faith so important to God? Because faith keeps us in good relationship. If, if I thought my wife was mean, ugly to me, and abusive, I would not go to her. But if I think that she's good and she's looking out for my best, I'm going to have a good relationship with my wife. The same thing applies to God. If we, when we mistranslate situations and something happens that we didn't like and we're disappointed with God, a, a faithless person full of unbelief would run away and say, he's the problem. But someone with faith would say, even in spite, of what happens. I'm running to you and people with faith are in good relationship with God. Abraham said he believed and he was made righteous. It's, it puts you in a good position with God and it allows you to open the door for your miracle.
1: Oh, I'm, I can't oh, wait I'll, to hear this song. I'm going to take uh,
0: a Danny Gokies and say, that'll preach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's cool. <laughs> well, we're looking yeah, forward to this song. Very and much I, I'm looking assuming that this is all part of a new album on the way. Are you able to give us much as far as, you know, when this is coming or, well, we just have to wait for a single and then see what happens.
2: <laughs> well, the good news is that I've released We All Need Jesus, so people can go find that now. Oh. Uh, I released the second single, which is Stand in Faith, so people can go on YouTube and find that one. Um, I got a new song called He Believes in You coming out June 25th. God spoke to me something powerfully back in 2007, and I heard him say in my, sp- in my heart, not an audible voice, I heard him say, I believe in you. Mm. And I finally wrote a song about it in 2021. Wow. I don't get too deep in that story because I, I feel like, uh, you know, these are long stories, but I have some really big God moments. Wow. I got a song called Agradecido para la gente que habla español y que canta en español. It's a song super tropical. I've been releasing a lot of Spanish music. Cool. Awesome. Um, that's a real tropical vibe. And uh, So, yeah, uh, August 20th is the date, but... We have, you know, a few songs along yeah, the way. Yeah, so we can enjoy it in the here, meantime. In the that's
0: cool.
1: A little bit of a taste tester yeah, before the big sure. thing comes out. I love it.
2: I just love your heart.
0: It's yeah. so good to hear you know, what God's doing in your life. And just to, very quickly, I know we're just about bit out of time, but, I mean, you know, we've talked about the fact that you lost your wife all those years ago, but where are you at now? Like, you you remarried and got kids?
2: Yeah, so that's, this is one of the cool things, which, you know, points back to the song. Standing in faith didn't bring you the miracle immediately. But it kept me walking towards the miracle and walking in the right relationship with God for him to do things. I got remarried. I got four kids. My last kid, Emmanuel, check this story. God told me in, in, when my wife was about six months pregnant, he, he spoke to us and said, name this one Emmanuel. And I was like, oh, cool. It means God with us. Little did I know that Emmanuel would come on my first wife's birthday.
1: Oh, um, wow.
2: God, 11 years later was saying, hey, even though you thought I didn't have you. I had you. And this is not, it's not about my first wife. It's about, because she's in a great place. There was God showing me I was with you this whole time.
1: That is so good. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, thanks for sharing, mate. That yeah. gives me
0: goosebumps just yeah. hearing that story thanks. as well, but uh, it's so good. Thanks for, wow. you know,
1: sharing us the new stuff with us and then going, going back a bit with us, seeing it's the first time our listeners have had a chance to listen and talk to you. We don't get to chat to, the, to mm. the States very often, so we really appreciate you taking the time <laughs> to chat to us down here in Australia.
2: Yes, well, I hope I get to go, go over there. My my pastors here in Nashville are from Australia.
1: Oh, okay. From oh, Melbourne.
2: Cool. And so I, yeah. I get, We have a bunch of people from Australia in our church in Nashville, Tennessee. So I can't wait to go over there Here's hear so many good things about it. Oh, good well, stuff. well,
1: when you get – I say this, we, we are full of them, but when you come, we'll supply the Tim Tams.
2: Well, I lo- okay, mm-hmm. well, let's
0: do it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again for your time, Jenny. It's been so good to chat to you today.
2: Good to talk to you guys. Thank you so much.